And we're off to the races once again. If you are listening to this, it's because you have found it in one of two ways. You have either found my blog and clicked on the podcast segment, or you have found the podcast and opened it up. Now, if you have found the podcast, you're missing something crucial, and that is the image that uh, inspired this podcast. Whoops, I want the image. There we go. It is glorious. It is a um, close-up of the uh, uh, of a pale orange and pinkish red hibiscus with a double blossom, and it looks well. I'll tell you, the best way to say how it looks is to describe milady's reaction when she saw the picture she took a look at it and she said to me i just wish that when we went on a journey it looked like this because she saw right at the bottom center a path and the path goes in and curves to the right and then what is looks like a tunnel curves to the left and there are these glorious ballooning colors uh some pale blue sky. Actually, it's not sky, but it's pale blue, and it looks like sky. I won't tell you what it is, because once you learn the magician's tricks, the magic is over. But in any case, if you should find yourself wanting to uh, see the image that goes with this, then what you want to do is type in to your Google search the twilight, T-W-I-L-I-G-H-T, of my life. And uh, you might type in Brian Waddington or blogger, and that should take you to it. And on the front page, you will find the image and the blog and a little description in the blog about the podcast. So you'll make a full 360-degree journey without even trying. Um, But it's worth typing it in and seeing this image. It, I I say this way too often, but it's one of my best images. Um, It's beautiful. It's soft and it's intriguing. There is, if you look for it, some incredibly sharp focus. But it's what's called a soft focus picture image, which means that there's one part that's really, really in focus and the rest isn't, which is kind of like most journeys, which is why this image is going to be entitled, I think, I haven't written it down yet so I can change it, but I think it's going to be entitled The Path. Maybe the journey, but it's more of a path than a journey at this point. It uh, really does the job well. I was sitting 
at the lunch table with my lady. And uh, well, lunch was delicious. Uh, homemade sausage, uh, some chicken, rice, coleslaw. Being a diabetic doesn't mean you can't eat well. Let me tell you, you can. You just got to monitor your portions and be careful what you put in. Um, but I was sitting there at the table and then I said, you know, I'm going to go find something to take a picture of. Either that or I'm going to sit all day at the computer and just vegetate. And my lady said, okay. And off I went. I went through the garden and there were lots of beautiful flowers. Um, Uh, let, let me see now. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, uh, thirteen, fourteen. I'm just taking a quick count, and there are at least 20, as I go through a few more in my head, 20 different plants with multiple blossoms in our yard. And I guess they would make out a total of between 100 and 200 flowers. So there was a lot to pick from, which is kind of nice. I like flowers. I like beautiful things. One of the reasons I like my wife. She's beautiful. Um, and when I can say that, when a husband can say that after 30 years of marriage, you've got to know it's a good one. In any case, back to the path. So I came in, and I uh, the first shots I took were sort of standard. Let's do a macro of the anther and get the really nice image of the pollen. Um, stuck on the flower. And I do have that. It, it's a real nice image, and I'm going to work on it, see what we can do. But then I started playing, and I turned the blossom this way and that way, and I put my lights here, there, and the other place. And eventually, uh, not too long, eventually, um, I noticed that I had got this really neat shot with what I thought was a lot of potential. So I zeroed in on that and I played with the brightness and the focus and uh, depth of field until I came out and got the, the raw material that, that this shot is. And then came the challenge of finding the right um, frame for it. Not frame as in picture frame, but frame as in how do I make this shot, show what I want it to show. Do I make it square, rectangular? Do I make it three by two, two by three? Da 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 da. And I thought today I'm going to 
solve one of my problems. And before I would do the shot full size, and then I would uh, scale it down to fit on my blog. If, if you put in a shot that's too big, the blogs, any platform will, will automatically resize them. So I um, do them and then I resize them myself. And then uh, Google doesn't mess it up with their, we got to change this logarithm thing, deal with my hickey, whatever it is. But this time I did a little different. I, I did the, uh, 1325, 1350, before I started doing the adjustment so that when I shrunk it, I don't have to shrink it. So it's not going to darken up where all the pixels get pushed together. So you should see a pretty good image. It, it's got oranges and golds and pinks and reds and greens and blues and a few colors I couldn't even begin to give a name to. Shadows and all sorts of neat stuff. It is the most beautiful cave I've ever found in a little flower. Or not that little, but in any flower. Because that's what I've done. I found a cave. I'm kind of inspired right now. I'm sitting with my view to the, the garden or to my computer screen where I'm looking at this image. So I better see how much time I got left. Let's see, click, click, bang, bang, kitty, kitty. Here we go, anchor. Oh, I got lots of time. So it is nice to see, to find the colors again. My own personal journey on occasion gets a little dark. That was top pause for a cup of tea. Churchill, Sir Winston Churchill, um, who I'm certainly not comparing myself to. My ego is not quite as big as Trump's. Uh, he did at one point compare himself to Churchill, and the only way he was ever even close to comparable was the girth of his stomach. Um, Churchill was a very rotund man, but that's where the similarity ends between the two of them. Um, Churchill had what he called dark dog days, or black dog days, I should say. He'd get in a terrible depression. He wasn't bipolar, but he felt his mistakes strongly uh, and the hand of lady fortune didn't always blow his way and he felt that too one of the ways he got out of it was to do painting he's actually a very good painter the other way is he started building a brick wall um Red bricks, you know, the type that all the old buildings back on the east coast of Canada and the States are made out of. Not all of them, but a lot of them. He, he started building a, a wall. And he got, oh, I, I wouldn't want to say 
and bet my, my eternal soul on it. But I think he got up to 120 bricks a day when he was really depressed and he wanted to work it out. Made quite the wall. The artistic Ben takes strange motions and movements. And uh, some days I, I, I get the black dog days. It comes out again and I find an image like this one and I think that's the path I'm going to walk down for a while. Full of color and life and happiness and joy. In many ways, um, it's a simple question of desire. If you have improper desire, or if I do, leave you out of it, but if I have improper desire and I want things that I shouldn't have or I can't have or are simply out of my abilities, I'm going to be miserable. Uh, 30 plus years with MS and I've got trouble changing a light bulb some days. Uh, there's a fact. So you can imagine that building an intricate HO scale model train is not something I'm going to be able to do. Uh, it doesn't work that way. And if I want to do that, and I set my heart on it, I'm going to be nothing but miserable. Now, my camera, you're saying to yourself, aha, you're saying, but your camera requires fidgety detail work. And yes, it does, but I've solved that problem with a workaround. I take my camera and I tether it. That's the technical term, T-E-T-H-E-R. And it means just what it sounds like. I run a cable from my camera to my computer. I run um, Sony or, or Capture One Sony software uh, for doing uh, post-processing. And I do it with live uh, view, L-I-V-E, in case I didn't pronounce that too well. And when I do it with live view, the you know your back of your camera has a lcd on a little three inch by two inch with 20 million megapixels blah 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 and i gotta tell you i got trouble seeing that um with my eyes and going and my hands a little shaky the fact that i can't see it well means that i couldn't really focus well that's why I don't do much shooting outdoors anymore unless it's long distance and I set it to infinity and it looks okay. But when I've got it on uh, live view, I've got it on this nice big monitor and I can see the focus. I know uh, if you look at the image I'm talking about, on what looks like a tree going up on the left side of it, you will find tiny little hairs. And they're in perfect focus. And I got them there because I could see it. That That's the focus point of this shot. It, it's a beautiful focus. And it fades out nicely too. 
So how do I, I can't do model HO trains, scale trains. I couldn't do model airplane building now. And of course, there's the other option where you get one of these trains that are big enough to sit on uh, and pull 20 people behind you in 20 different cars. And we got room, we could lay the track and I could have a train, but the other only problem is you gotta be a train engineer to keep the darn things running. You gotta oil them, you gotta be able to tighten this and loosen that and have the mechanical skills to keep the darn thing running. And as much as I'd love it, I gotta tell you, I don't have those skills. I was never very good at it. And uh, <laughs> I mean, Rick did a lot of repairs on my motorcycles because I couldn't figure out how to do it. Occasionally, I'd find somebody who didn't know what they were doing even less than I knew what I was doing or more than I knew what I, I'm not quite sure how to put it, but they were worse than I was. So I helped them. Rick helped me. Um, any number of people, I'm sure, helped Rick. Everybody gets help from somebody. But if I want to do those things, I'm going to be miserable. I can take pictures of those trains. I can build jigsaw puzzles of those trains. But I'm sure not going to put them together and run them. Which is a pity, because I like them. I have a, a memory, actually, in my childhood although everybody tells me it didn't happen. But I swear one of my neighbors had a huge HO train set in their basement. And that I got to look at it and enjoy it. And it it's just an image I have. I don't know if it ever happened. My brother tells me he doesn't know anything about it. None of the people I grew up with know anything about it. So unless aliens abducted me and they were into HO train sets, it probably didn't happen. But it's a nice memory. And many memories don't actually happen that we have. They do that marvelous scene in a 1950s movie with that French fellow and a leading lady. He says, ah, that night I remember it well. Your dress was blue, and she says, it was green. As we danced all night, she says, I had sore feet. We sat. They each had their own memories, but they loved it nonetheless. Memories are more of what we liked or wished we had happen, I think. Not always, but often. Often enough, I have to wonder about mine. Anyway, uh, pick the path. Find the path that makes sense to you in your life and go down it. And if it's a path that is, I've said this so often, you're getting bored, I'm sure. But if it's a path based on wisdom and compassion, and, and if you're too like me, you're not into having a great deal of wisdom, let's just go with love and compassion. Everybody's got love. And everybody can develop compassion. And whatever path you take at that point, 
wherever your feet take you, doesn't much matter because it's going to be done in a good way and good things are going to come from it. It's not going to be painless. That's a fact. People think somehow that if you do everything right, there's a big policeman in the sky that makes life just a bowl of cherries with whipped cream. Now, that ain't the way that my life's been, even when I have been following the path as well as I could. Bad things do happen. And you learn to deal with them. And there's a passage in the Bible that only makes sense once you understand it. And it goes, uh, it's not going to be a perfect rendering, but you can find it if you look for it. For those who have faith, everything works to their good. Which makes it sound like if you've got faith, nothing bad happens. But that isn't what it's saying. It's saying that if you have faith, and I choose to believe that if talking about faith in the God of love, and you have faith that that God is there, then with work and with prayer, and maybe even with a little fooling of yourself, you can find the love that is in the situation or can be created through the situation. And in that way, things can work to the good, no matter what it is. But that's not a Pollyanna, everything's going to be happy, fine. That's a, that, that, that's a Rocky running up the, the courthouse stairs going, yeah, I can do this. You got to fight for it. You got to work for it. Uh, it ain't easy. It's not meant, I don't know if it's, you know, if I say it's not meant to be easy, it sounds like there's some big God in the sky controlling everything. And I have my doubts about that. But I can tell you that there have been times when I have been in wilderness, where I, if I put my little dinghy in the water and rode ashore, I may be the first person to step on that piece of ground since the uh, glaciers retreated in the last ice age. And there was never a feeling of a kind, gentle, loving God. There was a feeling that this is Mother Nature. This is the world. And if you mess up here, you're in a lot of pain. But if you do it right, it's a beautiful place to be. Uh, the good or the bad depends on us and the path we walk. Anyway, time's about out. I got to put the picture out and do some of the, of the saving and editing and putting together before this goes out on the blog. So I'm going to say, as I tend to make a habit, be smart, 
stay safe, wear a mask. And if fate works that way, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye for now.